Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey everybody, this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. This is David Marquez of the National Wrestling Alliance. This is the slasher, the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the sweater, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. God, my name is Lauren Brooks, a past interviewer for TNA Wrestling, and you are listening to the Atomic Drop Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. This is Evan McLeod from NWA New York. The one, the only, Milk Chocolate Willie Mac, a.k.a. Chocolate Caliente, if you've seen me at Lucha Ravoon. The Rock Superstar Chaos. Chris Hammond. This is Jesse Hernandez out here in California, brother. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacob, the founder and CEO of FMJ, myself, the hardcore enforcer in Mr. California, brother. I am the master of the mic, the one, the only, mouth of the West, GQ Money. Seamus. The Celtic Warrior. Yeah. Tune in to the Atomic Drop Show, where you will be powerbombed by Sid Vicious. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk-ass thieves. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Atomic Drop Show. I'm your charming, colorful, and oh-so-handsome co-host, Justin Time. And alongside me, all the way out in the harvest moon sky known as Los Angeles, who probably within one week will get legalization of marijuana, is my yeah. co-host, Kyle Cruz. Kyle, good evening to you. Good evening to you, too, and, I, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, next Tuesday, I, I'm going to say that the, uh, the state of California will be the first, I, I believe the first state, uh, to legalize uh, the marijuana uh, cannabis, if you will. Um, so, I don't know. I think we we should have a party, well, I should have a party over here, um, you know, me and RBD. Now, you over there in New York, you guys have your own problems, like the rent being too damn high. So uh, how's that whole rent price thing going out for you? I mean, like, how how's that working out? Because yeah. I hear that, that some old black dude is kind of ranting about that these days. He, he, he looks like he belonged back down in the south. No offense. What the hell is that supposed to mean? He, he looks like he uh, aged. Looks like okay. Even better example. It looks like him and Colonel Sandals were buddies, <laughs> and that's the nicest way I can place that. But doesn't he have you know have some sort of like charm to him? You know, he he uh, speaks kind of fast, and he's talking about you know some or a real credible issue, you know, in rent being too damn high. I mean, I think that that's pretty legit, right? Yeah. I don't know what the rent is, is like out there, you know, up in, in upstate New York, but, you know, down like the Bronx and Brooklyn and everything like that, I hear rent's pretty freaking high. So, you know, according to him, that, that's the only thing to talk about. And I think that the state of New York should wise up, get smart. Dude, if if, if New York can have a governor or a, or a mayor or whomever this guy was, that 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 blind dude, Patterson, Who's trying to like? Who's trying to? Who trying to pass a freaking soda tax or a or a, a, a downloadable like, music? A downloadable music tax or like like a a, a fat tax or whatever kind of taxes he he's, he's been trying to put on? Don't you think that this this uh this rent too damn high guy 
Okay. The only thing I don't like about it yeah. is that when the rent is too damn high, <laughs> yeah. the rent is way too damn high, you can't let your animals in the house. So you have to leave your dog outside. It was a stretch, but I had to do it. No, I, and I'm actually quite impressed because normally I'm I'm the guy to provide the uh, the wrestling tie-in. So very very good, nice role reversal here on the Atomic Drop Show. Of course, um, I, we're here to talk about everything going on in pro wrestling. Um, oh, by the way, happy pre-Halloween to you, uh, and happy pre-Halloween to you. I know that we won't have. A, another show, uh, either on Halloween or, or or another one before it. So, uh, happy Halloween to you too. Well, we'll talk to each other what on November second, I believe that. I believe so. Wow. Can you believe that it's almost been a year since we've done this? You know what? It it's almost hard to believe. It's gone by uh, really, really quickly. Um, really quickly. So. I'm kind of shocked that we've been on, on Block Talk Radio for almost a year and, and doing the show for almost two and a half years now. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's been it's, it's been a fun ride, man. It's been good. It's been a very long ride, son. Uh, yeah, long, arduous, sometimes painful to, to, to listen to as well. But, you know, uh, thank you to uh, all of our fans and hell, to each other for, like, sticking with this when, uh, you know... You know who else has been around with us? Who else has been around with us? The shadowy flight. You had to like ruin everything by you, you know you were right on the right track. You you know you you got your your little wrestling time with Titus O'Neil and doing the dog barking and everything like that, and then you got to ruin it with some shadowy flight. Shadowy Flight Podcast, the number one source for all Night Rider news. Well, a majority of Night Rider news. Are you done? No. Also, you know who's also been along long longer than us? Uh who? The boys at WrestleCraft.com. dot com. Should have known that was coming. Should have known that was coming. Good old R D Reynolds or Real deal, real deal, Reynolds. Are you done now? I got one more. And do you know who's been longer than them, perhaps? Uh, You tell me. The <laughs> fine, fine folks over at steelcageradio.com. I can get behind that, absolutely. DJ John and Didi always putting out good work. They, they had a, a podcast put out. Oh, I want to say last week. Maybe it was the Friday, like the Thursday or Friday before. But but their most recent podcast is up. You can check that out. SteelCageRadio.com. Once again, SteelCageRadio.com. And also, since we're uh, throwing up plugs right now, gotta send, gotta send a uh, very 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 special uh, thanks and shout out to uh, Jcal, who uh, who uh, called in a couple of weeks back. He runs. Uh, Alliance-Wrestling.com, the ultimate fan site for everything in the National Wrestling Alliance. Check him out, support his site, and you know, find him on Facebook. Um, there, he has his, his whole page set up. So go ahead, 
and, uh, and, and find, find that website, support it, because he does great work over there as well. This is so, true. And also, uh, believe it or not, yes, first caller of the day within less than 10 minutes into the show. Who might that be? I don't know. I don't know. Just go ahead and and, uh, handle this. Or or do you think we should wait until like the last 10 minutes of the show? Well, considering that the last time that he was on the show, he called in during the after party. He he did call in during the after party, and it really wasn't much of a party because somebody was too busy watching the NXT women. Hey, that's his fault. I know, I know. Hey, wait, hey, I'm saying, not our fault. I know it's not our fault, but and I, I feel kind of bad because we just kind of left him hanging. Well, well, he 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 left us hanging. This is true so, too. He did. So, yeah. hey, so so that's fine. It, it it's uh, tit for tat, man. It's all good. All right. Well, I got a good bone in my body tonight. That's what you say. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our super fan for now and forever. Absolutely. Dakaris. Dakaris, you're on the air. Hi, guys. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. We've been off for two weeks, or roughly around two weeks, it feels like. And I'm sure... I'm sure that has given you plenty, plenty of time for you to go to WWEShop.com, order your Nexus T-shirt, and rock that bitch around just like John Cena would. Mm, Absolutely. Oh, no. I am not getting no Nexus shirt. Give me a break. You want your money money on the Nexus shirt? He's not even wearing his. He's still got the N-band, and he's still wearing his usual Cena gear. Right. I'm a fan of that armband, though. Absolutely. All right. Dakaris, wait, 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 wait. I got to ask you one thing, Dakaris. All right. With everything that's been going on over the past uh, seven or eight days, uh, are you, and if you are, how are you standing up for WWE? Have you taken up Mr. McMahon's advice? And you know, and, and posted things on Facebook, and, and gone on on YouTube, and, and, and post videos of of, uh, of your favorite memories and moments from the Fed. Or how exactly are are you being a loyal fan by doing whatever Vince McMahon asks you to do? How are you standing up for WWE right now? Oh, with me on that. Oh, oh, I wanted to talk about that. I I don't I don't I'm not falling for that. I mean, this is. Coming from a loyal WWE fan, I'm not buying that at all. Because you know he's only doing this just to let Linda trying to get Linda to win the sin. But really, from the way looks of things right now with Linda, I don't think she's gonna win. She really is just doing this is doing more harm to her than good. Really, in my opinion. So I'm like, this is just just a waste of time. I mean, you're a pesky Democrat, aren't you? Huh? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about the cards. I'm Damn. Kidding. Are we getting political now on a wrestling I, podcast? I know. Never. Right? I'm like, I don't want to talk about wrestling, man. 
<laughs> Never mind, dude. On the wrestling front, on the wrestling front, what is on, on your mind, dude? You know, you got Raw last night. You had bragging rights on Sunday. The build towards Survivor Series coming up. Uh, what are, are your thoughts just overall on the, on the, rec- the direction that WWE is heading in right now? Oh, my God. I, I'm... All right, look, Raw last night at the beginning really pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? It just, I mean, handing out the tag titles, man, and I thought the tag titles couldn't get any more useless. I mean, like, what the hell was that? I mean, that was just BS in my opinion. That was just BS. And then, and then I think the only thing that was entertaining with me on Raw last night was the Miz talking and, and Eve putting him in his place and stuff. That was pretty much the most entertaining thing to me of the whole Raw last night. Yeah, I mean, you know, Miz, he continues to deliver some very, very, very quality promos. Uh, it's just every time you, you stick a mic or phone in front of his face, he's he, he's just golden. And uh, the I'm the Miz, was, and I'm awesome! Thank you, Michael. Every single time that he gets on the mic, he just produces something great. And the way that he was ripping on E for... Like you know, her 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 like hair extensions and and everything like that. It, it, that just worked and that clicked. And it's a shame because the Miz is almost too good. He's almost too good to remain a heel. Like all of his stuff is golden. It's like the, it, it's like Rock in his prime. Absolutely. And and I wanna I wanna I wanna um just compare it to maybe something of uh, a young Chris Jericho, young as in him in WCW, where, you know, Jericho was so good as a heel, he would always come up with, like, the most entertaining stuff every week on Nitro. And he did Arm it. Armbar. Exactly. Like, that, that is a classic example. That is the best one. The uh, the uh, Man of, of a Thousand Four Holes promo. That was just a showcase of, of how of how good of, of a heel he could be, but, it's, uh, you know, just sometimes... Don't forget Ralphus. I would like to forget about Ralphus. Ralphus was badass, son. Dude, it was like a fat, supposed security guard. Now, it was funny <laughs> when... It was funny when I think it was uh, War Games, Fall Brawl 1997, I think it was, where it was supposed to be like Goldberg against Chris Jericho, and that's when you know Jericho came out with, with you know with his with the security and everything, and that made me laugh. That was was pretty damn funny to me. But you know, just getting back to the Miz, it's like Miz is, is almost too damn good on the mic to be a heel. He has every single opportunity. He has the ability to become a face. And be a damn good one should the higher ups decide on pulling that trigger and it's actually going in that direction. Do you want to know who else was who was golden last night? Who else was golden last night? That would be the man who's having a birthday today, Mr. CM Punk. Mr. CM Punk, Mr. Uh, Straight Edge. Yes, Mr. Straight Edge himself. If I, and if I could steal this from uh, Mr. Powell over at PW Torch. You mean ProWrestling.net? ProWrestling.net. Thank you. you. I apologize. You got to credit the official, or one of the official news sources here of the show, man. You, you got to give proper credit. Got to give the proper credit. 
That's why I got you to back me up. Uh, absolutely. There, quote, there ain't no party like a straight edge party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, see, now, CM Punk, he was uh, doing commentary last night for another phenomenal match, just this absolutely awesome match between uh, Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler in a rematch from uh, from Bragging Rats on Sunday night. Um, could there be a CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, for you to, I mean, of, of course, there's history... Um, or there is a common background, of course. Both guys were in Ring of Honor and made their name on the indie scene before they they made it here uh, in WWE, at least. And so it's like, do you think that those two uh, will be put in a program together? Because if so, I think that will be a pretty damn good program. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. To, uh, 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 yeah, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that, Michael. And, and uh, yeah, can't, I know about that stuff. It was just, yeah, I, I agree on that. I mean, you're going to have two uh, uh, Ring of Honor graduates go at it. I mean, that's just pure money right there. So they can actually go back and do that whole match old school like they used to do, which will hopefully beef up the mid-card. And give, the, and give that mid-card a tad bit more uh, credentials than what it should have. Yeah, because I, I knew when once um, Punk would get drafted to the Raw, I was thinking, like, what fuse could he have with? He could have a few with almost anybody, really. He could have a few with Morrison. He could have a few with um, Dan Brian. I mean, Triple H, the list go on. But, I, I mean, so I, so Brian would be good. And it would be a good chance for him to win the U.S. titles, which is a title he never held. So, yeah, that'd be In Gimpy H? Mm-hmm. Gimpy H. Because he's just a gimp. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, normally when you hear that silence, that's that's what they call dead air, and that's that is that's the sound of your joke just bombing. Oh, <laughs> nerds! No, just one, and I'm talking to that, That'd be me. Okay. All right. Well, the cars, we got to get moving, but if you want to call back in again later in the show, you can, by all means, you can. All right. All right, brother? Mm, yeah, I'll do that. All right, brother. Have sure. a good one. Talk to you later, man. All right, you guys too. Bye. See you. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, super fan Dakaris. Always a pleasure having him. It's on. always a pleasure. Granted, like, he called in and, you know, he actually we got more out of him. Well, I would hope so. I mean, what, the, the show from two weeks ago, that, you know, he, he just... I don't know. He he he's just too enthralled in in NXT, and I you know, God knows that there's a lot of entertaining stuff going on on NXT right now. You, you have a wedding between Goldust and, and his rookie Oksana or whatever. And by the way, Goldust, for for, for the record, I, I I said it once and I'll say it again. Goldust right now is uh, putting on some of the best work in his entire career, and, and I'm including his early run as Goldust. I'm, I'm including all of his stuff back in WCW when he was known as Dustin Reynolds or whatever his or Black Dustin Rain. Rose or whatever. Um, TNA doesn't count. Good lord, I would like to forget all that crap. But Black Black Rain as well, sure. 
fine. Um, I'm telling you, Goldust right now, in 2010, is still valid. He, he, he is... He's still a key player. He, he's like the only one really left. Uh, From the attitude... Well, okay, minus Taker. You got Goldust and Mark Henry. Well, you don't really want to go into this argument because you still got Kane. You still got Trips. Uh, well, for, Trips is easily forgotten about right about now. You, you, you still have William Regal on the roster. Um, but how many of those are actually still present and actually doing something? Well, before this reinvigoration of, of this Goldust character, you know, Goldust was mostly stuck on superstars with the likes of of, uh, of your Regals or your Chavo Guerreros or your... And don't forget your ECWs. Yeah, well... But you know what? What? You want to know what's also entertaining? What also is entertaining? Please tell me, young sir. This man. Ah, uh, yes. It, it, it's true. He's back. Oh, he's back, baby. And I can't... Back in the saddle, baby. And I bet you he's fuming right now. Ladies and gentlemen, here again is flipping it with Jimmy Z. Jimmy, you're on the air, buddy. Woo! 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 I need you more. Woo! I'm putting my costume together for Halloween. How am I doing? Damn. You had me fooled. I think that's pretty damn impressive right there, man. What's cracking, dude? Learn to like it. The four horsemen. Woo! Limousine riding, jet flying, wheel stealing, son I gotta put my phone on the damn charger before I die on you over here. Can't believe I'm dying, son of a bitch. So how's it going, boy? Like, oh, oh, wait, 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 Jimmy, what you gotta do is is, is install just a permanent microphone, like in your establishment, and then like. Every hour, every hour, at least 16 times a day, yeah, you, you got to, like, get on the mic, get over the PA system, and cut a classic Ric Flair promo because what you just did, young sir, was just fantastic. So you got to do that. You got to make you got to make you that promise. You like this robe? It's not going to tell us you, yet. You like, you like this robe? All the kids want them, too. But at $5,000 a pop, I don't think so. Woo! This is awesome. I want to I want to see him start dropping elbows on beer cans next. Oh, dude, no, that's next. No, that's next, man. As long as I got double A on my side, woo, the nature more. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, excellent. So like, so obviously, either I passed out during RAW last night, or I just really can't remember what the hell happened. Can you remind me? <laughs> I, rem- I, rem- yeah. I remember up to the part where Cena was, was going to quit. Was that the end? Cena was good. See, Cena, uh, actually took his- Cena actually took his little Nexus thing off and said, that's it, I'm over, which you would have thought he would have quit about, about other, a lot of other bigger things than that. Um, and uh, then he offered him something like if you beat Randy Orton, yada, yada, yada. Was, like that. was that like the end of the show? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, so I did watch the whole show. Yeah, so I guess it was pretty boring again. 
Yeah. Pretty boring. Back in the line. Now, now, Jimmy, when you call into our show, that is actually a common uh, theme that you always bring to uh, your segment. You, you always say that you don't remember what happens on Raw. You think that they're always boring shows. Um, what is it that you find so stale? I mean, you, you know, obviously... Nexus isn't as strong as they were, of course, when they came in a few months back over the summer. And you know, John Cena is is, is you know always sales self. Randy Orton isn't clicking as champion like most of us would like. But you, just in your opinion, like, why do you always say that Raw is a flat show, and you always have a negative opinion on it? Why is that? Because when you're the Nature Boy. You do what you want, when you want, and ladies, yeah, that's right. I'll be at the Mirage after two. <laughs> I think Jimmy is. I think he's gotten a, a little jealous of the cars. I think I, Jimmy is, is is trying to angle himself to get into the intro. I think that's so. Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. I almost forgot about the show tonight. And you know what? I remembered last week around 9, it was like around 9.40. I was like, oh, I, I, the show is still on. I'm going to call. And, like, I guess you guys weren't on last week. No, we we had uh, some uh, technical issues that we had to take care of. We had yeah. to uh, sit down and weed out the bad parts, which is pretty much the whole entire show. Oh, and, boy. Uh, yes. Oh, boy, so we good. we actually had, we had to take the week off and deal with technical problems and whatnot. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I'm really not even trying to get the first spot. I'm just I'm, in all actuality, I just think overall, I just thought. I, I mean, like I said, I, I either I gotta start taking notes, or I gotta stop drinking a 12 pack during wrestling because I just am not forgetting. I just not remembering things. But if you keep drinking a 12 pack, you better start running on that treadmill every Tuesday night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, I, and, and then as far as, like, last week goes, uh, as far as TNA goes, I, I caught reaction. Um, I missed the actual show, but I saw the highlights. I, and with the whole reaction, I mean, they're, I, I mean, it literally, if the best plan that Hogan and Bischoff had coming in was this, uh I mean, it's not, it, it really wasn't the biggest shocker, and, and it really... Um, I mean, we've we've said this before. We'll say it again. How many times can you do the same angle or repeat angle? Or what else has not been done? I mean, come on With now. With Vince Russo at the home, rest, can, rest, everything can be redone. Wrestling, okay, in the 80s was traditional family entertainment. And then it got to the raunchy side. And it, I think I think we, we I think we really have almost hit every level that we can. I mean, I don't think there's really much more innovation, um, but I don't know. I just think that even even with the whole uh, TNA thing, I, I, I'm still looking forward to seeing where they're going to take it because so far um, they had to do interviews to explain what was going on, like on reaction the whole show, because really the, you didn't really see that whole thing uh, you know, that whole thing in the angle when it all transpired on the pay-per-view the week before. Um, like, 
it's um I don't I just I, I just I think I think once again we've we've gotten to uh a, a very boring part. I mean I didn't see any of bragging rights. I I mean I kinda of forgot that it was on. Um but uh I went to go see Guar okay. instead. That was pretty intense. Oh, I bet you Guar is always entertaining. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, and I and I was like it, it like I, I don't know if you've ever been to Water Street, but uh I mean they have like right in the center they have like this upstairs area where you're looking down right at the stage and right like in the beginning of the pit and it was just out of control to see it all from 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 above. It was, uh, like an experience like that 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 experience up top was like nothing I'd ever seen. Um, all right, but all right, I, I'm I'm gonna change gears for a second if that's right, Jimmy. Tell me out. All right, I I want to know what's your take on poor poor Brock Lesnar getting his ass whooped in the first round. I was gonna bring that up, dude. I was shaking while watching it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure that you you are quite quite uh, intense on this whole little subject. Yeah. Hey, can you just give me thirty seconds? Hold on one second. I'm working and trying to do this at the same time. Hold up. Of course. Jimmy Z, always the big, always the busy man here. You know, uh, you gotta give the guy credit. Of course. You, gotta, you know, what you, there's only one thing you can do. To fill in dead air. Yes, exactly. Always play a, a clip of Tyus O'Neal barking like a dog, and that'll uh, that'll yep, yep, keep yep. the listeners. Do. That'll also keep listeners happy as well. Hey, it keeps me entertained. Yeah, and, and God forbid if all of our listener has our, if all of our listeners have your attention. Why am I arguing with the computer? Ladies and gentlemen, we've gone from Stone Cold stunning Mr. McMahon on Raw to Edge arguing with the computer. And they cheer. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Time has gotten a hold of our, of our switchboard. And so uh, if you just hear random, or if you continue to hear just random sound effects coming uh, from, from this end, it's just insult. Hey, Kyle. Yes. No, I actually went to a, a taping of uh, of the Price is Right earlier today. Oh, Jimmy, so, what's uh, up? I, you know what? Do do just straight up. Uh, he left us. Oh, we'll see now. All right. I guess. That's like his version of, of flipping it now. It, it's just it's hanging up on people. Just, just all right then. Down. All right, that's cool. All right, that's enough of that. He ain't coming back. All right. <laughs> all right, we got the next person up on the on the phone line from the eight one eight area code. Ah, eight one eight. Yeah, uh, you're 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 on the air with you. Hello. Hello. One eight. No. Oh well. Okay. All right. Have a fix up there. Once again, more uh, just uh, oddness. More oddness. More. Uh, wait, wait. wait. Did somebody say honest? Where let, let's cue up the freaking. Uh... No, that's okay. No, 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 no. You know, no, no. you know what I want to do real quick. 
what, what do you want to do? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. I got to do this since we officially didn't plug this at the beginning of the show. If there are lots of folks out there that want to interact with you. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Call us up, 646-915-9116, just like this guy did and hung up on us earlier. What the hell is wrong with this guy? Don't play this again. Crap. Are they good at just hanging up on us? Nah. All right, that's enough. Jimmy, you're back on the air. Oh, yeah, man, my bad. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, Yeah, so what I was going to tell you is talk amongst yourselves while I was taking care of some business, but now that it's over with. Um, but, yeah, I was going to bring up Rock. Party No. My biggest fear came true. Brock trying to be a show-off in the beginning, and he pretty much got played, 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 played. Um, I think that, I really think that it would have been uh, a money, uh, or uh, you people would have got their money's worth if um, Brock did not try to, like, go in there and have upset of the year, because what ended up happening was because that's what he tried to do, he got upset of the year. You know what I mean, um, I I I think I think it, it was I think it was I think he gave him the fight. I, I really think he gave him the fight because it's just uh, the way Brock went in there was totally what was he he totally went around and brought, brought it the wrong way, and I and and if that was because he thought that was the only way he was going to get him, and it's because he feared his overall technical skills, uh, and then he thought that he really needed to get him in the beginning or or he had no chance in the long run then. That's unfortunate, but uh, I guess we didn't have the chance to see that due to the fact that Brock just wanted to go in there, be a show off, and he uh, got his ass kicked. And now, now, what's your take of uh, Undertaker being there? I did not. I, they did not show him that he didn't. They did not show him uh, there when when I was the part I was seeing. Did they show him earlier in the show? Kyle. Uh. Are you referring to the uh, supposed confrontation that the Undertaker and, and Brock Lesnar had? Because apparently that um, that was was held after uh, the pay per view had gone off, off the air. The Undertaker was being interviewed by MMA uh, Fighting's Ariel Helwani in a separate interview, and um, that's when Brock Lesnar passed by, and the Undertaker and him had. Uh, or they they exchanged some words, and so that was was, was not actually part of the uh, UFC pay per view, which leads some people to believe that somehow this is going to lead to some sort of match at WrestleMania 27 between Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker. So um, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Is, is, is that where the rumor came that there was going to be uh, that there was going to be uh, him making a comeback because. I don't think Brock will ever, ever, ever step back in a, in a ring with McMahon. I mean, I think the only way Brock will ever step back in the ring with McMahon is when his UFC career is completely over. Well, um, also that, and plus his contract, Brock Lesnar's contract, is pretty much like ironclad where he can't go wrestle box or uh, perform anywhere else. Oh, absolutely. I mean, UFC's got him tight, just like McMahon's got all his guys tight. You know what I mean? McMahon, McMahon, McMahon's got McMahon's got all his his, his people under contract. They, they can't even sign autographs. 
unless 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 it unless it's authorized by McMahon. You know, or unless it's at a, at a WWE, uh, you know, uh, event. You know what I mean? And they can't even make. You uh, I mean when you're under contract with McMahon, you can't even make appearances places. Uh, you know, for like autograph signings or anything like that, unless it's authorized by McMahon. You know, so I think that's the same way. I mean, it's really you're you're protecting your asset. You're paying this person for a service, and you need to make sure that you're getting everything out of this person for the service you're paying them. And I think that's the same. It goes the same way with uh, Brock and UFC. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's not supposed to go anywhere else. He's, I mean, the UFC is really like, I mean, the best way to describe it is like, say, uh, you know, you know, the UFC and Strike Force are like two different MMA companies. You know what I mean? Two different representations of, of MMA. In the same way, uh, you know, you know, you got two different representations of wrestling. Uh, you got two representations of uh, almost all sports. You know, you got you got your minor leagues and your major leagues. You know what I mean? Or 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 back in the day when you had when you had two leagues and and they merged, like you know uh, AFL and, and NFL and you know uh, and the ABA and the NBA. And I think it's very similar to that. You know, like these people put a lot of time and effort into. I mean, don't get me wrong with that. They have individual teams and everything, but still, I mean. I think Dana White, which obviously I think is the head of the of the UFC, I think really he's just probably trying to protect his, you know, his asset. Kyle, I I can't disagree with that at all. Um, I mean, right now, um, or just in general, the UFC is so big. It, it 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 has totally conquered the pay per view market. It it is Trump's boxing. It 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 is Trump's uh, 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 wrestling. Right now, there is there is a lot for UFC to lose and nothing to gain by associating with you know pro wrestling or any other sports. So yeah, that that that's why you know these contracts are are ironclad like said because they want to protect their property, they want to protect their fighters and, and, and make sure that they're not being put in precarious positions where uh, it, it it might hurt their potential drawing power down the line. So I, oh, I, I, I absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and right. another thing too, I mean, how how bad do you think Brock Lesnar just wanted to tackle and deck uh, I, I, uh, Kane uh, after after the the bell was rung, I bet you he that's the only thing on his mind. But like literally, like I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like these guys got to be under contract. I mean, he literally can't put his hand on him right now, or he's probably gonna probably forfeit his whole contract. I mean, he's probably gonna pay back all his money. He's probably gonna lose everything. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I just I was shocked beyond belief, and I'm still shocked on how that match went. I mean, Brock Lesnar couldn't have given it away any more than he did. He gave it to him. He said, come kick my ass. You know, and I was, I mean, I was watching it. I I, I didn't order it. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I got my little, you know, techniques online, you know. But I was sitting there, and I, and, and I had not had goosebumps. And 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 my and my anxiety when he was when he was when they they were both coming out of the ring like it, 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 that they they have a drawing power because if I felt it 
and I and it's been a while since I felt something like that. I, I mean, I felt that's the same goosebumps and feeling I had when I was sitting and watching WrestleMania six when Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior came out. I mean, that was comparable. It, it, it was there. The hype was there. The sell, the sell was there. I mean, these guys were were and, and, and it just it was just a shame to see the way it happened because Lesnar got beat up bad. Not, not bad. And you know what? I think I was shocked also to see how long the fight went. I said to I said, this guy's got 90 seconds left. There's no way he's going to last. He's getting pounded. You know, and due to the fact that Brock Lesnar did not play his cards right. Did I think Brock Lesnar had to beat him? I think so. I think that I think that if it it, 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 it almost it, he almost had a side of like Kimbo to him, like Kimbo is unstoppable, this and that. And then you finally put him in the ring with 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 you know with someone that's more technical and someone that's just more than punching. And look what happened. And I, and I think Lesnar. I think the rematch is going to be top. I think that the rematch is going to be awesome. Um, it's. Too bad that with the amount of people, not only in Brock's part in, in, in his camp, because it's not just him. I mean, you got people surrounding you, training you, telling you, you're studying the tapes of the person that you're and you're fighting. Like Brock should have known not to go in there and do what he did, and he did it. And I think it was because of pure pure stubbornness and pure raw. And look what happened. He went on E, and he got run over. You know, on the way out, I was laughing my ass off. On the way out, you know, it's so crowded walking out, like just like you know, just like you know, just like back in the day where you know when when you know when wrestling was just gigantic, like eighties style, like walking out and like there's just cops on the sides of you getting out there. Like this cop got in his way or was standing in. I mean, he brought you like this. This cop went flying. I mean, Brock pushed the cop out of the goddamn way. It was ridiculous. And the look on his face was just like, he still had that look on his face. He just, he just this guy went flying and he kept on going. You know what I mean? And just to see it go down the way it did, I, I think was a shame. I think it was, I mean, for everybody that paid to see Brock won and see Brock Lesnar lose, they got their money's worth. But, I mean, uh, and some. But for people that wanted to see a real fight between two real heavyweights, I don't think we got to see it. I really don't, and 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 and, and, it's, and I'm going to put the, the fault on one person, one person only, Brock Lesnar. All and right. That's who I, and that's who I was rooting for, and that's who I was rooting for. And I was sitting there. I I really felt like I really felt like someone close to me was getting their ass kicked while I was watching because I was like, oh my, I can't believe this. Like I was shivering while watching him get beat down, and I was just like, how is this happening right now? Anything else, Jimmy? It. I'm done. <laughs> Couldn't leave without doing that. The uh, always, the always entertaining, highly opinionated Jimmy Z, giving us his insight. He's more than just wrestling, folks. He's also MMA. Absolutely, and uh, little known fact: apparently, he's now uh, another son of Ric Flair. The, it must have been from from like, a, it must have been from like an, another you know uh, sham of a marriage by the nature boy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I love you, Nate. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, right. but uh, Jimmy Z, excellent guy. CircusCityMouse.com. If you are in uh, you know upstate New York, 
do not hesitate to check him out. He has great food. I've been there. It's it, it's, it's it's he speaks the truth. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna try this caller again from the eight one eight. We're gonna give him a second chance. So I'm sure he was pretty much all flabbergasted. I I I, I guarantee this, this person is oh. is nowhere. Does he have a loss for words? So go ahead and try and bring him on and. Uh, Let's see who's on the air. Eight one eight, you're on the air here with the Atomic Star. To the Oops, one, to the eight, and it stands for the great one that is I, GQ Money, blessing your airwaves. Oh, we, we are getting blessed by GQ tonight. GQ, what's going on, man? How how's it going tonight? Man, I'm listening to Jimmy's analysis of Brock and Kane, and he was disappointed. I mean, it may not have been the the, the end result that he was looking for, but the beginning of that fight, the first minute and a half of that round was extraordinary with intense action, just just relentless pursuit of dominance from both guys, huge strikes and blows, great takedowns. Unfortunately, Brock didn't come out with the win, but what are you going to do? i got to be honest. My opinion was that they shouldn't have stopped that fight. you got 40 seconds left. Sure, he was getting his ass kicked and pummeled, but Brock's a big guy and could take it, and I think if he would have lasted the extra 40 seconds, regrouped, had a chance in the second round. I'm not saying he would have come out and, and won the fight, but I think you know going into that second round would have been, would have been something that Fans would have wanted to see, and I think they were just looking for an excuse to stop it early and give that Mexican chance, his, you know, give that the, the Cain Velasquez his, his chance to win the title in L.A., home of the Mexicanos. <laughs> I, I I actually subscribe to that theory. Now, going into the fight on, on Saturday, were you going for Brock, or were you just, you know, uh, nonpartisan, or how were you leaning towards that fight on Saturday? I'm most definitely a Brock fan, and really it doesn't even come down to the pro wrestling side of Brock's career. You know, it comes down to the amateur wrestling side of his career. I actually went to the wrestling camp of his college coach, Jay Robinson, back in my amateur days, and I know that the way that a guy like that trains is just so intense that, that you got to respect him for, you know, for his complete work ethic. So, I mean, I'm a Brock fan through and through, and, and was really upset. I was doing my show, you know, Hearts on Fire 3 that night, so I didn't get to watch it live, but when I heard when my show was over that Brock got defeated TKO first round, I mean, I was shocked. I went and watched the fight when I got home. And, I, you know, it was intense. I'm, I'm looking forward to the rematch as well. I think it's going to be awesome. A guy like that, when he has a loss like that, he's going to train so hard and study tape so hard to improve what he did wrong. Same way he did with Frank Mir. It's going to be a totally different Brock coming out in the next fight. And, I mean, I'm going to call he's going to dominate Velasquez at the next one. You know what I, you know what I blame it on? His hillbilly gem-inspired beer. <laughs> You know, he likes to have his his drinks. You know, he's a man's man, sits and has his couple of beers. He didn't get to have his Corona and burrito. What are you going to do? True. But, Mr. Money, I got a question for you. Ask me. All right. I just went onto your Wikipedia page because I always love to see what they always say about you. And it says right here, uh, you were actually uh, motion captured for uh, the new SmackDown vs. Raw video game. I was. I've been involved in the game since SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Uh, I've been doing motion capture on 2006, 2007, 2008, 
I did not do the mocap on 9 and 10, but was still involved in the game itself. But back on 11 in this game, I rocked a little Rey Mysterio and Teddy Long. Where else can a little white guy like me play a Mexican and a black man? I, only in video games. No, I'll tell you what, I, I, you look just like those two, GQ, just like those two. Dude, when, I, when they did the uh, releases of a lot of the press photos for the game, they had a still shot of Ray rocking the 619 on Jack Swagger. And I'm proud to say that that was my scene. That's me doing that 619. And the recipient who was playing Jack Swagger was Claudio Castagnoli. And it was a tremendous time working with him and the rest of the gang. I mean, that's the greatest gig every single year. Uh, we work with a ton of great guys, the crew at THQ, the crew at House of Moves for this last game, and then the wrestlers, the workers that they bring in to bring forth that tremendous skill and, uh, you know, and accuracy, authenticity. Uh, was great. I mean, this year we had a cast that was full of Joey Ryan, Colt Cabana, Austin Aries, Claudio, uh, myself. Who else? I mean, I'm missing someone right now, but I can't, I can't think. And then a couple of my actor friends. I mean, it's just a tremendous time. And, like, really, the greatest point, you know, it's the point in the year that I really do look most forward to. And I'm actually getting excited because 2012 season is coming up right around the corner. As this game is released, it's time to start working on next year's. There you go. There you go. Now, I also, I also directed on... the crowd for the audio, you know, for the crowd audio. So all the cheers and chants. I was the director of that. So I had to cast, like, 200 people and do all the chants with them and set that all up. So it's pretty sweet. Like I said, it's probably my my, my favorite gig I've ever had. I'm just curious. How how were you uh, set up with the crew from THQ and, uh, you know, and, and getting yourself uh, hooked up and uh, being a part of, of the uh, SmackDown vs. Raw franchise? Yeah, back in 2005, I, my girlfriend at the time was Lizzie Valentine, and she was applying for a gig ah. she saw online for some mocap actors. Uh, I applied as well, never got a call. She, of course, based on her pictures, got called in for the audition. I ended up taking her to the audition, and when I was sitting in the uh, in the lobby waiting for her, I was talking to the lady that was, you know, that was running the, I don't know if you call her secretary, administrator, whatever you want to call it, who, who, who was handling all the paperwork and the check-ins, and when we were talking, she's like, you seem to know a lot about this wrestling. I was like, yeah, I'm a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, my husband's the director. Why don't I get in for an audition? I said, that sounds great. Uh, went in, did a cold read, and a couple of days later got the call saying, we'd like you to do it. So it's been five, six years since. Uh, like I said, 2006, which was my first year on the game, was awesome because I was mocap, and then my voice is in the game as well as one of the custom voices for create a character. Uh, but it's just it's just progressed every single year. Luckily, they bring me back. Uh, luckily, they're bringing me back again this year, so we keep going. It's kind of like the right place, right time type thing. It is. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, that's so much of what, and so much of how everything happens. I mean, I can give you an example in the current state of WWE. Ricardo Rodriguez is Alberto Del Rio's personal ring announcer. Right place, right time. Him and a couple other guys from SoCal were asked to be at the uh, L.A. tapings uh, of a Raw or SmackDown, whatever it was that day. And when they were sitting backstage, uh, whoever it was came around and was like, looked at it, hey, uh, looked, looked at Ricardo and was like, hey, do you speak Spanish? He's like, of course. They're like, have you ever done announcing? And he's like, oh, yeah, a couple of times. And boom, just like that, that's how he got hired. He's had a gig ever since. <laughs> 
Nice. Now, er- earlier on, uh, you mentioned on Saturday you had your own show, Hearts on Fire, Chapter 3. Uh, how did that show turn-, turn out for you this past weekend? Man, it was a tremendous show. I'm so proud of my crew so thankful to everyone and the hard work and effort they put forth to the crowd. You know, had about 100 people who came out to see it. Crowds have been growing each and every show as the word gets, you know, the buzz spreads about the kind of show and alternative product that I'm offering. I'm definitely a little bit different than, than most of the typical indies, uh, which is evident by the fact that one of the wrestlers on the show got power sawed. I mean, someone took a power saw and completely cut through one of the wrestlers' body. Intense. Absolutely intense. Intense is the word. It is. I mean, El Carnicero has now died twice on Fitbit Pro Wrestling shows, and I have a sneaky suspicion he'll probably come back to life and die again on another. Justin, can you believe it? It must be an L.A. thing. <laughs> That's all I can you know, say it's, about it's that. It's wrestling version of South Park's Kenny. I'm the kind of guy who goes above and beyond, brings a little bit of flair. I definitely fall into the category of sports entertainment and not just wrestling. In fact, the slogan of my wrestling school is it takes more than learning how to wrestle to become a pro wrestler. All the other schools, they teach you how to wrestle. We teach you how to be a larger-than-life pro wrestling superstar. I'll even applaud that one right there. That that sounds like Socrates at its best right there. I appreciate that. I mean, I am philosophical in my vibe, and I, and I offer a different philosophy to the way I teach. And there's plenty of awesome schools out here. In fact, one of the other main storylines on this show is something that's pretty bothersome to me, is that we got a little feud going on with a rival school in town. Uh, Fit Pitt's actually feuding with Chaos and his Santino Brothers crew, who came in and wreaked havoc at this show. I mean, it was unbelievable. Chaos came into this show... And, and, and oh, he had a match with Mario Banks that was just absolutely amazing. But in the end, he hit the Gonzo bomb on Mario Banks that, that, that luckily it didn't break his neck. But, but oh, I mean, it was awesome. And this Friday, I think we're going to take our way down to Santino's school and their show and do a little invasion of our own. Oh, boy. We have school wars go- going down. I mean... Uh, obviously, you two have history. Uh, what's the beef between you two schools anyway? What, 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 what's you know, your guys' deal? Sure. With XPW, everyone knows. Me and Chaos were best friends, and we pretty much dominated XPW as, as the premier faction. Uh, when XPW folded, we, we moved down to Nashville to go join TNA. And through that, we had a lot of personal problems that happened. Uh, a lot of fighting going on, legitimately, that one day when I got home from going and picking up my girlfriend from work, uh, me and her got back to find out that our roommates had completely cleared out and moved out without saying anything like a day or two before rent was due, leaving us high and dry. And since that point, me and Chaos really didn't see eye to eye. There was, Like I said, I mean, it was, it was a month of living there where it was fights and arguments every single day. Uh, it was just frustration and stress, and for whatever reasons, it all it all boiled over, and finally, they just took off, and like I said, I mean, even when we were together on WSX, man, me and him didn't talk at all. It was the kind of thing where you just, we just didn't really, you know, we stayed away from each other. I, I wouldn't say at that point during WSX there was heat, you know, as years had gone by, 
but but we 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 wanted nothing to do with each other. And now as the years have gone by since then, we both have schools, we both have different philosophies. I'm a boisterous, outgoing, outspoken person. I speak my mind, I say what I feel, and you know, they have problems with that a lot of times. So it's just all boiling over, and now we're going to try to do what's right. I mean, we'll put the personal stuff aside and do what's great for business and try to, you know, do something right here with the SoCal scene. I kind of look at it like it's the karate kid of wrestling right now with me being the uh, Daniel's son and Miyagi combination style philosophy of training for my students, and he's the evil, you know, the evil Cobra Kai coming in with their strict-ass disciplinary style of brutal beatdowns, etc. So right now, you know, me, me and the Miyagi crew, we're, we're going to go try and do what we can to, to make sure that good triumphs over evil. Speechless. I, 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 speech I, I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm serious. And, and, and you know that, that you've done a hell of a job when you have the both of us speechless. So, uh Excellent job. Um, I mean, Chaos is a new John Cleese. I mean, look at this guy. He's a beast, and he's a monster, and he's kind of a dick. I think we need to get, like, a World War III on our hands right about now, pay-per-view. I, I, you know, I mean, I really see something big happening. It may take some time, but, but this stuff... It's one of those things, like I said, you put the personal aside for the good of business, but I just know in trying to do good business, the personal is going to definitely erupt and float over. And I know I know it's going to be exciting because you'll never know when, you know, all right, you guys are all wrestling. Everyone listening right here is a pretty intelligent, smart mark wrestling fan kind of vibe and mentality. So I just know that, that through the emotions that are built between this inner school rivalry, I think you're going to see a lot of real shots going on in the ring. Uh, it's going to be a lot more than a wrestling match. You're going to see a combination hybrid wrestling match slash fight every single time Santino take on the pit. You know what? I, think, I believe Eric Bischoff said it best when he said controversy creates chaos. Dude, Bischoff, Bischoff used to be a smart guy in the wrestling business, but that, oh, you know, what too, he yeah. said then is absolutely true. And, and the controversy is real. It's not contrived and made up. And we're going to see what we can do and spark the SoCal scene. I mean, wrestling as a whole as an industry has been kind of on the downward decline for a lot of years. Obviously, we get some ups and downs, and it, it seems like things are picking up and getting better every once in a while. But I really think when it comes to SoCal wrestling, this is going to bring SoCal back on the map. I know it. And for all of those folks in SoCal who, for for, for some reason, uh, are unfamiliar up to this point with your school, uh, ju- just tell our audience out there where they, they can find more information on the Fit Pit. Sure. Hit up the website at www.makemeaprowrestler.com or on Facebook at the Fit Pit. That simple, Facebook slash The Fit Pit. Uh, it's the kind of thing, man, we throw up videos, we got our shows, we have high, you know, our production is pretty cool, we do nice little entrance videos for all our guys, and we really should, uh, do try to bring the characters out of our wrestlers. Our shows itself are so story and character centric uh, that it's not just a bunch of wrestling matches on a card. It truly is an entertainment spectacle uh, that, that, that has drama from beginning to end and tells a cohesive story from beginning to end. And what we did with this Hearts on Fire trilogy, chapter one, two, and three, was really create storylines that told, you know, that had a beginning, middle, and end 
and, and thus even set up a new beginning for the next saga that we're going to put out. But, uh, you know, we do it different. We're trying to bring that entertainment vibe. Like I said, there's so many indies that want to stress the athleticism in the sport of wrestling. I definitely fall into the Vince McMahon camp of sports entertainment, and I'm out to entertain my fans. And that is, is something that uh, a, a, a lot more companies, not just in, in SoCal, but just all, all over, that's something that a, a, a lot of them should probably uh, think about embracing. So uh, kudos for you to, or kudos to you for uh, uh, for hold, holding on and using that formula. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm happy for all of your success, and I, I wish you nothing but continued success. Once again, make me a pro wrestler dot com, and, and you could uh, also find them on Facebook at the Fit Pit. Anything else that's on your mind tonight, GQ? No, man. I, I just wanted to call up and give my words on the Brock fight and let people know what's going on with the Pit and Santinos, and that's about it. I appreciate uh, appreciate you giving me a venue to you know an outlet to talk. No problem. Anytime, GQ. Man. You're always, always welcome on our show. Appreciate awesome, the call. Awesome, man. Thank you. You guys have a great night. You too. Dude, take care. GQ Money. Yes, indeed. GQ the Money. legendary Fabian Kalem. A- a- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one of uh, of our... Uh, I'm not sure if he's one of our first interviews, but definitely one of my personal he, favorites. He's one of the, I mean, he ranks up there with the Sids and the Sunnies and Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. Especially with all his experience in uh, Wrestling Society X. I, I mean, j- just here, lo- locally, I know that, that this doesn't quite hit um, home for, for you like it does me, but, you know, he's been here uh, with Wrestling Society Society X, which taped out here. He was a, a part of XTW. Um, he was, I believe, he still is a part of the um, of the Viva La Lucha pay per view series. I believe he, he does commentary now with with the Fit Pit and, and their uh, their rivalry with the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy out here in Southern California. Um, and his work with with you know with the SmackDown versus Raw video game. I mean, dude's keeping busy. Did you even yeah, know about the SmackDown versus Raw? I knew that he did motion capture work. Back in, I, I think it was 2005 and in, in, in 2006, but I hadn't heard anything past that. So I, I'm glad that you know that he, he's still in there and, he, and he's getting a, a chance uh, to continue to work and uh, and be seen in this video game, which came out just today. So un- unfortunately, I haven't picked up my copy yet, but I think I might ha- have to swing by a uh, swing by GameStop tomorrow and pick one up. And just remember, Christmas is coming here. Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely, absolutely. So I was surfing in the mail. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, hey. I, I owe you a headset, so. It, it's a simple exchange. Um, you can send me SmackDown versus Raw 2011, and uh, I can send you a wedding present. Simple as that. You mean the WWE? Uh, or excuse me, the World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, no, the uh, yeah, sure. I will get you the little foam uh, kids version that they sell at Walmart for like nine ninety nine. Sure thing. I will send it over pronto. How fun! Yes, actually, not too long ago, 
a friend of mine and I, we we uh we actually went down to a Walmart and hell, what, what 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 what? Yeah, we went. I I have done an, an about face regarding Walmart ever since you and I took that epic trip to the Walmart up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Which, by the way. I, I I still didn't see any of those flipping uh, Skype cards that uh, that you said that they sell there at, at Walmart or Best Buy or whatever store that was. So next time I come out there, give me those Skype cards. Bottom line is, I don't have a huge problem with Walmart or at, at least such a big problem that I can't even step foot inside their store anymore. I can at least step foot inside of a Walmart and and, uh, and uh, do some light shopping there when absolutely necessary. But getting back to my story, I actually bought one of those foam belts, but since we're so heavy on the UFC talk, I bought a UFC foam heavyweight championship belt. Now, well, oh, big spender. Hey, that mug was like fourteen ninety nine plus sales tax, and the sales tax out here is is so my question is, when Prop 19 passes, is there going to be sales tax? Well, uh, I don't really want to talk politics, but all I'll it's say just is, an honest question. That's it. Then, all, then I'll all, get off of it. All I'll say is this: I think that the government is going to want to tax it. They want to make money off of. Uh, uh, off of drugs. And I don't necessarily mean, you know, your drugs like marijuana. Or, uh, I'm even talk, talking about, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. The the government, either at the state level or at the national level or at the state level, they want to make as much money off of whatever drugs that they can. And uh, marijuana, it, if this does pass, if it does pass, I honestly think that, yeah, they'll they'll tax this. So I don't know. I I I'm not a I'm not a big connoisseur of uh, of the cannabis anyway. So I I I think I might have to consult a uh, few of my friends on a, on on a because uh, they're more of the authority. I take it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. I get it. I see. Kyle that. Cruz is 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 a it's straight edge. Exactly. Kyle, Kyle, well, Kyle Cruz enjoys him. Him, you know, the finer things in life. Well, yes, in, including your drinks. He's, he's like a fine, fine wine. What does that mean? I'm just saying, you're like a fine, fine wine. I mean, you, you just in better and riper with age. Yes. Yeah, just like you know, a fart that's been waiting to explode. See, I actually have an old WWF magazine from like 1999, maybe maybe 2000, where that was the headline of, of a story about Mae Young. And every single was it the hand? It wasn't the hand. It was actually it was right after the hand. So yes, I, right, right, right. It was after she she gave birth to the proverbial hand, and uh, and and yeah, and they used this headline just like a fine wine. She gets better and better with age, 
And every time a person says that, I just keep thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like Mae Young. That's not exactly a very glowing compliment. Very but, true. Uh, but I'll take it. You know what we haven't done yet today? What haven't we done today? Breakdown football. Breakdown football. See, no, screw this. Because you only want to break down football when your Packers win and my Eagles lose. So, so to hell with this format. Screw it. I nah, dude. My heart was jumping out of my chest the whole entire game. Well, that's, I'm 26 years old and I was on the verge of a heart attack. Well, we'll join the rest of the nation in, in its obesity, myself included. So that is not news. Bottom line is, we're not about to talk football because you just want to gloat about your Packers, you know, pulling out the victory and and, and all that jazz. The only thing I'll say is that I did get a uh, a, a narrow victory in in my fantasy uh, in my fantasy league. So I'm now five. Oh, nerds! Just one, and I'm talking to him. I'm now five and two in, in my fantasy league team, and I'm I'm number three out of twelve teams. So I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I, I I'm feeling myself right now. Not you, literally, of course. Guys, someone's feeling you. Yeah, well. Well. No all right. He stayed on for a majority of an hour. Do you think we should bring him back on? I. I oh. I just saw his hand go up. Uh, all right. I guess NXT isn't that interesting. Hell, let's bring it back on. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, for some bizarre reason, super fan Dakaris. Dakaris. All right. What's good? What, oh, I'm doing. How's NXT yeah, so far? Right. Yeah. What NXT? Oh, I ain't, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I'm not gonna watch it tonight. Oh wait, 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 wait! You're not about to watch uh, NXT. I, isn't like AJ your girl? I mean, hell, I as soon as the show's over, I'm gonna tune in to watch my 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 beauty, uh, Caitlyn, as she tries to uh, to starve off elimination next week on NXT because I I just need her her thickness on my on my laptop screen. I just need that. So, what is it about NXT that that just turns you off for, for this week, man? I mean, because it obviously can't be our show. Can't be that. Never so us. Absolutely not. So what what has gotten uh, what has gotten to you about an NXT that doesn't have you hooked this week? Oh, oh it's just you know challenges, man. It's all, it's all you know little challenges. Like makes you feel like them. Like I'm in kindergarten right now, <laughs> watching those challenges. Yeah, they have like you know uh, musical chairs and you know blindfold contests and things like that. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> Did they come up with the make your own catchphrase? Yep. I forget. If you're gonna fight, make it a fight, and if you want to win, make it a win. Hard not to love that. I I thought for sure that Skip was coming back 
last night, and, but instead we got two new members of Nexus. Of Nexus. Well, Skip Sheffield, he he'll be out until like January, early next. So he, yeah, yeah, he's not coming back anytime soon. So, well, I would like to see Nexus expand back to seven or perhaps even eight members. Uh, I don't think that Darren Young or uh, or uh, um. Michael Tarver are going to come back to Nexus. I do think that Skip Sheffield is once he returns. If Nexus is still together, which I don't have any reason to believe that they won't be together by the time that early 2012, sorry, 2011 rolls around. But uh, no, man, I I don't know. I like Skip. I miss him. I want him to come back. Uh, he was just a mean old Brahma bull, as Jr. would put it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. I was browsing the WWE shop.com last night. Okay. And I was looking under the guest shop zone, whichever you prefer. Sure. And I was looking under good old uh, Nexus's uh, stuff. I must I must admit, their top rope gear, their shirt, it's freaking sweet. Say that one more time. Freaking sweet. No, like, what is it? Top rope. The top rope clothing. The one specifically of Nexus? Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to get interactive here. Let me look this up. Fair enough. All right. Now, yes? Dakaris, are you sure that you won't break down and and buy any Nexus merchandise? I mean, I know that there's something... There is something just appealing and something so cool about wearing a black shirt with a with a, a yellow scrabble piece with with a big old end on it. There there there's something appealing about that. So I know that you gotta rush out and buy your t shirt or buy your buy your headband or buy whatever other crap that they're selling at a Oh, they also got iPod covers. They got iPod yeah, covers, they laptop have the covers. laptop skin too. I was a fan of that one. If I had a laptop, that is. Okay, yeah, I dig the top rope shirt. It's like an old school scratch WWF drawing. I dig it. Nexus Adult Sweatpants? Ooh, really? Yeah. I may have to get interactive right now. No, yeah. Hey, I live in New York, man. Sweatpants are sweatpants. All right. I'll make sure I get you... I'll get two pairs, so when you come up here, you can have a pair. For sure. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, so, we we never officially stated that, that we are actually in the uh, Tom and Drop show. Uh, After hours at, party. Absolutely. And, uh... So, yeah... The car is now joining us for a little while, and surprisingly, not watching NXT. So, shockingly, that, absolutely. So, so now that you're not watching NXT, what exactly are you watching? Are you you watching uh, the the uh, the opening night of, uh, of of NBA basketball, or are you watching some something else? I mean, what are you are you doing to occupy the time? Obviously, besides talking to us. Uh, I'm about I'm about to pop in a, a DVD in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, my parents are watching the opening night, so yeah. 
and you're not interested in that at all? Well, what, what is this, you know, I mean, well, I watched some of it while I was eating, so I was just like, you know. Well, well, see, I know, I know the reason why. Because the good game starts in 15 minutes. That's when the Lakers will will take the court, and they will receive their championship banner and their championship ring. So I I understand why you don't want to watch now, but in 15 minutes or so, you should probably tune into TNT because, you know. That's All right. All right. What? What? I'm not a fan of those Nexus sweatpants. Nexus sweatpants. Yeah, I, I, yeah it, it, they're, pretty, they're pretty bland. It It is literally gray sweatpants. With, it's like workout pants. Workout yeah, that's exactly what it is. Hell, I'd rather rock out the armband than anything. Oh, no. Now, if they make, like, a Nexus headband, then that'll be legit. Would you rock out the headband? Hell no. <laughs> uh, I would wear very, 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 very few selected WWE items. Now, I will wear almost anything of, of, of Randy Orton as far as a t-shirt as long as it doesn't have a damn gas mask on it. But outside of that, Eh, I'm not. No, I'm good. I don't really like to frequent shop zone to get clothes or shirts or anything like that because really. Oh, dude. Oh God, here we dude. go, ladies and gentlemen. Just in time has transformed into being a little eight-year-old kid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like a kid on Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, I can get myself an official Nexus Santa hat or a stocking. Dude, I want to get me a Nexus hat. You know, I'm going to rock that out at home today, Rob Clark. Season's beatings, huh? Nexus style. Season's beatings, Nexus style. Wow. Uh, Are are we talking about December to this member now? (laughs) To this member? Oh, no. There's a, a Nexus logo belt. They actually have the Nexus ornament too. What? What is? What is this? Oh, all hail Nexus! I'm done with this. Can we please? I mean, the, just the fact, just the fact that you just jizz all over yourself because there is a Nexus Santa hat, dude. It's in the stocking. See, but I, I I've ranted about this before, uh, quite a few weeks ago, probably by this point. These are, are supposed to be guys that are taking over the damn company. These are guys that should should. Oh, fight me, okay? I, no, Don't break kayfabe here. I want to get me a damn Nexus hat because all the proceeds are going to benefit their overtaking of the WWE company. There, I said it. Yeah, but who gave the permission? To you know, to to all they those threaten somebody. Oh yeah. Okay, seven guys are gonna like over, or six guys are gonna overpower some freaking you know like a, a hundred guys in, in in a factory. 
you know, saying, hey, damn it, us, us, uh, you know, us six guys are going to beat you up if uh, you don't make our, our, our Nexus shirts and our Nexus Santa hats. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Would you rather have your choice between the Nexus I wouldn't wear Christmas any hat or the Seamus, the Celtic Warrior Christmas hat? I, I don't want any Christmas hats. Hey, bottom line is, you know what's even cooler? What what what? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm like jizzing all over the damn place. I'm trying to control it as best I can. Yeah yeah, just just, just wipe up after yourself, please. Okay, they got believe it or not, a Miz zip up sweatshirt that says, like the little name tag, it says, "Hello, I'm awesome." So it's like the shirt that he wears on the TV. It's only like miniaturized it, like an actual hello, my name is. Oh, I see no shirt. It's all the the me logo, all the stuff shrunk in into a teaser. I'm like, that's a waste of money. Yeah, you can put it on I'm sorry, I'm just a big old Nexus mark. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, other than WWEshop.com, I wanted to talk about the, the uh, what everyone was talking about, like, after the Brock Lesnar um, fight uh, with Undertaker getting interviewed. I was like, what the? I know, which I watched on YouTube. I was like, oh, my God. And and, and, then, for, and then that one look, that one little statement he said in the video saying, like, are you going to do it or what? I was like, what? I was like, what do you say to Lesnar? Like, it was pretty funny. I was like, shoot, that's the only way to kill the guy. I was like, yeah, like a glare or something. I couldn't tell. So. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like what uh, the three of us, Justin, myself, and Jimmy, just like what we talked about um, during, uh, during the first part of the show, is that um, you know, this wasn't something done by the UFC. This was essentially Taker and Brock. I'm going to assume mostly Taker, quote unquote, going into business for himself. And I, I think, I think if anything, and and, and I'm not trying to start any damn rumor, but rumor if, starting. Yeah, right. Exactly. You heard it here first at the Atomic Draft Show. Just remember your credentials. If, it, <laughs> if, if anything, I would think that The Undertaker would fight one single fight in the UFC first be, before Brock Lesnar uh, wrestled the, the, the Undertaker in a worked wrestling match at a WrestleMania or any other pay-per-view for Road Wrestling Entertainment. So... I I don't think a big fuss should be made over what would happen between those two. I think number one, Taker was just trying to you know sell his image as a tough guy. Brock, Brock Lesnar didn't, didn't really stop, which I, I suppose made it more realistic per se. But still, and it it's nothing to make of this except you know. A, a, a cool potential fantasy fight to have, but other than that, something to it. You know what? You know what? I can also get the Miz Santa hat. All right, are we done? 
with the Miz. You know the cars. You know what I'm going to send you, buddy? What? You got what? The official. No, 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 Which, which, it's him dressed out in a Cena gear. See, no man with, with a Cena <laughs> snowman ornament. It's bad enough when you know it's John Cena and their faces. You know, like they play good guys. It's like all right. I'm sending this over to you, Kyle, right now, just so I you can look at this. See this crap. Look at it though. I don't need. I don't need to look at it. I really don't. But you're going to. I just close the window. For thir- for thirteen bucks, you cannot go wrong. Okay, hey, hey. However, like I said, you can also get the Kofi Kin- Kingston Boom Squad Santa hat, <laughs> or they got ev- something for everybody here. Kyle, you're gonna get the Randy Orton Viper Santa hat. I don't. I'm just glad that we're not doing a sell for, for TLC, so we don't have a, a return of those damn singing dogs. Because you, you get... I love Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is awesome. Yeah. And that's fine. But it's October. It's not even Halloween yet. I know, right? You gotta get scared into Christmas. You gotta, like... You know what's also awesome? No pun intended for the miss. I, no. Last last year, okay? I've been saving this. I haven't told really a lot of people about this. Okay. Last during uh like after Christmas, iTunes were having their post Christmas sale on iTunes. You'll never guess what I found on there. Uh what? A Twisted Sister Christmas. Who would even want that? I do. I I downloaded it and got it for like seven bucks. Okay, that's actually not surprising to me. Now that I think about it, it's not really surprising at all. Not at all. I mean, you know what the shitty part is, though? In all honesty... The honesty, the honesty part is that we're not going to have any DX, you know, commercials this year. Good. It was, it was terrible anyway. Oh, they weren't bad. Maybe we'll have Nexus commercials instead. Do you think I should get the the Santa hat or the stocking? Cars, buddy. Is there anything else on your mind tonight, dude? 
Are you good? Uh, um, oh yeah. Um, I, last night, um, after Raw, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Danny. We were talking about how, like, with the you know the buried alive match from Bragging Rights, like with Kane winning shockingly, because that really shocked me too. Because I thought Taker for sure was going to win, but but sadly that didn't happen. And all I gotta say is Kane dominating but three times in a row, and I guess he really is the favorite demon as he proclaims to be. He, so now it's like who, the question is who's going to face Kane now for the belt since Taker's out the picture, basically. So that's the question I have. And one more question to add to that. Uh, of course, Nexus interfering on the on uh, on Kane's behalf uh there was a a a a, uh, a tease of it uh a tease of an explanation by David Tunga on last night's raw um i don't know what the affiliation there between undertaker and nexus or or became that, that's kind of weird but um yeah there's a lot of of questions re- regarding you know the, the storyline on smackdown and, and who uh kane will defend his title against next. I I can see the big show. I'm not really trying to see that. I can see Edge. Um, I I don't know. Uh, there's a, a lot of questions that have to be answered, though. On that no topic. way. They also got the Edge and Christian positively reeking of awesomeness t-shirt back. Okay, so... I love are... WWE Shop. Okay, you're just a walking chill for WWEShop.com. It's a shame. They also got the spokesperson I am a spokesperson. They also got the Cobra shirt from Santina Morella. Attack. Yeah. We now are less than thirty seconds left remaining in this show. Uh I I can't stand this guy anymore with his continued hawking of www.shop.com, and that's a shame. Dakaris, you know we uh, appreciate your fandom and, and you calling in, buddy, but we'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks. All right, man. All right. Show. All right. Catch you later. All right, for Kyle Cruz, I'm Justin Time, and we will see you next week. Later.